Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today we will continue with foundations, which is Genesis chapters 1 to chapter 11, which gives you the basic foundation that we need of where we came from. And then when I finish here, I plan to go into Revelations. But this is really important to have this before we go to Revelations. Okay, and before I get, and we will be in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 24, and the title of it is The Fall. Before we get started, I like to read what the Bible is, what the facts of the Bible is. It's very short and to the point, but very necessary. So if you're sitting in a, a class somewhere, uh, whether it's school, you know, or a college or whatever, and you got an instructor teacher who may be atheist or agnostic or whatever, but anyways, in the running, and they don't believe in the Bible and all like that, then you have a way of disputing what they're saying. And this is by uh, Dr. Vodi Bachman, where I got this from, and it's called The Bible and we're about to start it now, okay? The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic, hundreds of subjects and topics. So there you go. Now you have something to work with, okay? Now let's get into what we're reading today. I'll be reading from the NIV, the New International Version. And this is the Old Testament book, the, the first book, Genesis. And we'll be in chapter 3. And I will be reading verses 1 through 24. All right, let's begin. At verse 1, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Okay, now let me set this up for you. Uh, Satan of the devil, uh, him and the angels that had rejected God, which is one third of the angels, uh, God threw them to the earth, so they were here. And so God used the serpent or as we know of today, a snake. And back then, the serpent could walk and all. But, uh, so he used that serpent to, uh, to put doubt in Eve's mind, which was Adam, you know, Adam and Eve. And so that's where we're at. Verse 2, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, in the garden Verse 3, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. Verse 4, you will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. Verse 5, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Verse 6, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and ate it she also gave some to her husband 
who was with her, and he ate it. Verse 7, Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they realized they were naked. So they showed fig leaves. They sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Verse 8, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? Verse 10, he answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Verse 11, he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Verse 12, the man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Verse 13, then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Verse 14, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between you, your offspring, your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Verse 16. To the woman, he said, I will make your pains in childbirth very severe with painful labor. You will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Verse 17. To Adam, he said, because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. Verse 18, it will be produced, it will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. Verse 19, by the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. Verse 20, Adam named his wife Eve because she will would become the mother of all the living. Verse 21, The Lord gave, the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Verse 22, And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Verse 23, Oh, uh, let me go back on that. I'm sorry. Uh, he must not be allowed. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Verse 23. So the Lord God banished him from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. Verse 24. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the garden on the Garden of Eden, cherubim and a, f and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So that's how we've got to the place where we're at, where everything dies and it corrupts and it gets dusty and moldy and dirty and if it's metal, it rusts and it falls apart because of the original sin. This was the original sin. 
of disobeying God. And it started with Satan who came to the woman, the woman caved in, and the woman gave it to the husband, and he ate it, and so on and so forth. And that's why, that's why it's supposed to be where the man is the head, he's over the woman, and that's why the natural desire is for the woman to want a husband, you know, and, and we also, and the man is to want a wife, but this is God's order. And if you notice today, everything's out of order because Satan has come into men's, men and women's mind and, and have deceived them into thinking that they can change things the way it is and it's wrong and all that. No, if you believe the word of God and how things started, then you can believe what prophecy says, but you got to first believe the beginning. And this is why I wanted to do foundations, which is Genesis chapters 1 through 11. It gives you the basic foundation you need to know where you came from and how things are supposed to be and how they were set up. And when you get off track and then the woman rules over a man like that, you get a nightmare. Look at the mess we have now. And this is why we have a mess. This is why the world's falling apart. America's falling apart. Because they want to switch places with how God had. The man, the man is the head. The woman is subservient to the man. Because it works that way because that's God's order. And this is the reason because, because Eve gave in first. This is how it was. You know, yes, the man did too, but she was deceived first. And this is why we have the order we do. And when you change the order of God, it does not work. You can't, if you're born a man or a woman, then you're going to be a man or a woman. You can't change. If you're a man, you're going to be a man. If you're a woman, you're going to be a woman. It, it don't you can change all the outside you want to take all the chemicals you want. It's already been proven by scientists say they can dig you up. They can dig your bones up 100 years from now, and they can do a DNA test that's going to show you're either a male or a female the way you were born. You can't change it, and it doesn't work. That's why there's a high rate of suicide when you're trying to do that, which. They slapped a label on it because it's uh, called transgender. No, transgender doesn't work. It doesn't exist. It's deception which comes from Satan. Satan wants to destroy everybody. If you wonder why your life is messed up, if you're not following God's word and you haven't realized that you've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, which is lying, stealing, looking at other people with lust, which is... Um, uh, committing adultery in your heart. If you hate some, uh, if you hate somebody, it's the same as murder in your heart, according to Jesus. But anyways, if what you can find the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter twenty, it's in there, and you can read for yourself. It's very clear. So remember, we've got to follow God's order, or a fall, as the title for Genesis chapter three is the fall. When you do that in your life, you have a fall. In other words, you're destroying yourself by not following God's 
God's order, the way he is. And God is a God of order. He's not a God of chaos. That's Satan. That's the devil. Yes, there is a devil. And I know right now you have people say, well, why is there a devil? Why did God do that? We don't always understand everything, but remember, God is sovereign. He's God. What he says goes. He has a reason for everything he sees. He knows everybody. He sees everybody. And he knows who's going to come who's going to come to him and who's not because he's God and we're not and you have to accept that when you try to be as God you're just going to make yourself crazy because you're giving yourself to sin when you give this, yourself to sin you give yourself into deception when you give yourself into deception then sin will corrupt your mind and you will literally go insane because you're trying to be like God no there's a lot of things we're just not going to know right now because that's because it's not for us to know everything, but we can know what's in the word of God, which is plenty. But we must let we have to let God be God. We're not going to take that away from it's not happening. God's supreme. He's mighty. He's the holy judge. He's the creator. He's everything. We are not. So once you get that in your mind and you you wrap your head around that and you accept that by coming humbly as a child and realizing that we've broken God's moral laws, the Ten Commandments, they're for guilty, on the way to hell in need of a Savior. When you understand that, you come with a sorrowful, contrite heart, you repent of your sins, and you put your trust in Christ alone and start reading the Bible daily and do what it says. And then find a good Bible-believing, teaching church to join so you can grow, learn, and do God's will. And that's how it works. It's, it's not, you know, I keep hearing things are complicated. This is complicated. The politics is complicated. No. Politics isn't complicated. You, you know why it sounds complicated? Because when people are trying to hide stuff or do deception or lie, cheat, steal, murder, whatever, all of a sudden it becomes complicated. But they want it to be complicated. With, with rolls of lies and everything else because they don't want you tr to find the truth. Because God said the truth will set you free. That's what Jesus said. He said he's the truth, and if you come to him, he'll set you free. So, let me read you some scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, the NIV, New International Version. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. And that's a fact. And here is the way of the cross, Matthew chapter 8, verses 34 to 38, the NIV New International Version. Then he called the crowd to him, along with his disciples, this is Jesus, and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Verse 35, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. Verse 36, What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Verse 37, Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him, of them, when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. 
it's just that simple folks it's just that simple nothing is really complicated we just want to make it complicated first john chapter 1 verse 9 king james version if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness Salvation scripture, Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth on the righteousness, and with the mouth confesseth is made of salvation. Verse 13, for whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So what, what, what must we do? First realize we've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Have you ever lied? What does that make you? A liar. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, you already committed adultery in your heart. H have you ever stolen anything? What does that make you? A thief. So that's only three. And we've all guilty. If you've borrowed anything, it doesn't matter the amount of anything. If you borrowed something, a pen, paper clip, whatever, didn't bring it back, then you've stolen it. That's how it is. Remember, God's standards are high. And God's standards are very high and ours is very low. You know, we allow ourselves to get away with everything, but it doesn't work that way. Okay, so now you know what to do. So come to God in repentance. Ask God, ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins. It's called repentance. That means turning away from sin. And coming with a sorrowful, contrite heart. And then put your trust in Christ alone. And then start reading the Bible daily without fail, do what it says. And like I said before, find a good Bible-believing, teaching church to join so you can learn, grow, and serve Him. Okay, now I'm going to give you um, let me hold on one minute there. I'm going to give you some resources now that will help you if you take advantage of it. Okay, resources. All this can be found on, on uh, YouTube and their websites. Dr. Vodi Bakum, Living Waters with Great Comfort, livingwaters.com, R.C. Sproul, League of Their Ministries. All these are great teachers. Well, uh, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, AnswersinGenesis.org, Wall Builders with David Borton. He teaches uh, American Christian history, wallbuilders.com, Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org. Um, Pastor Jeff Durbin with Apologia Studios ApologiaStudios.com and you can listen to him audio with Apple Podcasts you also can get a free seminary education uh, the family of Dr. Greg Bonson who was a great Bible professor um, he has died and, or, or he died a while back and they have all of his recordings from all the time he was teaching and so they've um, you know have a Redigitized everything where it's clear and, and crisp and everything and have put it on there so you can go on the website and put in Dr. Greg Bonson or Bonson, Bonson U and it'll pop it up and you can start listening. It's amazing. I listen to it myself. It's very good. If you would like to correspond with Bob Education Institute, um, just write to the email of Bob, it's all lowercase, Bob Education Institute at gmail.com. And our website is all lowercase bible-education-institute.webnode.com. 
Okie doke. And you can find Bible Education Institute online. Uh, we are on uh, YouTube and Rumble. And also for audio platforms, it is Helium Radio Network. HeliumRadio.com. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G, Potter, Fox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and many others that I have found. Let me And let me go back over uh, these great teachers, Dr. R.C. Sproul with Ligonier Ministries, Dr. Woody Bacham, you can find him on YouTube and on online search engine, Dr. James White on YouTube and with Apologia Studios, Doug Wilson, Gary DeMore. And of course, Pastor Jeff Durbin uh, with Apologia Studios. Pastor Joel Webbin with Right Response Ministries. And that's just some of the really good teachers that you can find that's going to teach you actually what the Bible really says. And then for books, you can go, you know, if you want. I, I buy a lot of used books to save money. And most of the time it's pretty good shape. Sometimes almost like new. And that's... Uh, Abe Books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S, Thrift Books, Amazon, and Alibris, A-L-I-B-R-I-S, and, you know, there's many others, too. And you can buy them new, used, whatever. And also, I uh, would like to recommend going to go on your search engine and put TCT Network, and there's two programs that are very good that you can learn from. Faith and History with William Federer, and he teaches all of Christian history. is fantastic, and he's a good speaker. And same with uh, Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lapp, and you learn a lot about the Old Testament. So until next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says.